We're, we're recording now. We did Sweet, it. dude. Yeah. Sweet, dude. Hooray! Yay, Heather! Yay, you so did pretty. it! I know, I pushed one button. <laughs> I'm so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, welcome. Welcome, folks. Back to Where's Our Flashlight? Or actually, yeah. where's my flashlight? But right now, apparently, it's where's our flashlight, our collective flashlight. Where is the collective um, flashlight, Sophie? <laughs> I know. I want to tap into that yeah. source, I think. <sighs> Here we are. Mm-hmm. Season two. Yeah. We did it. We did a yeah. whole season. I'm so proud of us. I know. So what's new with you? What's the the haps? Um, a lot of things. I mean, when isn't there? But yeah, it's uh, you know, the last week or two was really, really like heavier even than normal for mm-hmm. me. Uh, even more of a shit show, and I. I'm over it. I think I'm just like on the other side of it now. Um, you know, kicking douchebags to the curb and oh god, um, I still haven't even heard that whole story. <laughs> you will. Oh, you will. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank that God. Was, I, you know, and what is so great too is that like when he. Like, after he got caught bringing another woman to my house by my neighbor. (laughs) 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 That I, like, I just kept laughing. Like, I wasn't even mad. I was just like, how sloppy. Right. You know? Like, I just, like, kept laughing and laughing and laughing. I would just, like, randomly go about my business throughout the day. And I would just be like, (laughs) Yes. You fucking idiot. What an idiot. I mean. What a. We've what both been fool. cheated on by people who are way better at hiding it than that. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> I know, We have really? standards. God, yeah. I mean, lie to me. It's okay, you know? Yeah. I'll believe you. I'll believe you. Sure. You know? I'll trust you, you know, stupidly, but whatever. Yeah. But, like, that was just, oh, my God. I just could not help but laugh and laugh I was just like that is just so stupid that's ludicrous and then um having to go down to the police station downtown Portland I did get to bring a friend of course you know about that mm-hmm. um so that was heavy I still haven't um decided whether I'm going to press charges or not um yeah, I was kind of, I'm still kind of like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to sit on that for a little bit because apparently the statute of limitations is 12 years, which okay. is a long time. Sure. So I got time. I don't want to rush into it. Yeah. It's a heavy decision to make. Um, and then, um, oh God. And then, uh, you know, in my line of work, I'm a mandated reporter. Mm-hmm. And so I had a CPS report and then also DHS called me back about a previous report I made and told me that they were pursuing a case of neglect. Wow. 
And I was like, this is really fucking heavy. And also that douchebag that I kicked to the curb was supposed to take me to Leavenworth, Washington. Mm-hmm. And I was so looking forward to it. I was like, I need to take an day, extra day off this weekend. I'm going to take this Friday off. Need some time off because this week has been awful. And I had like, I had somebody, you know, go off on me and it like really bothered me. And then like, of course, when I got back to work after the long weekend of dealing with all of that shit, my boss was up my ass about some stuff and I like making all these assumptions and I was like, I'm feeling myself shutting down, shutting down. I can't handle anymore right now. And I was like honest with her about it. And then we turned the conversation around and I told her a little bit. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a little little vulnerable with you right now. I'm going to tell you what my weekend was like. I'm going to tell you what happened. (laughs) And she's like, oh, my God. I'm glad you're still here. Um, (laughs) It, like, turned that conversation right around when I was vulnerable and honest with her. Um, Because, like, you know, the whole, uh, what do you call it, the OFLA or Oregon Families Medical Leave Act thing that I filed for mm-hmm. so that I could get take time off I need for much-needed appointments for all my medical care and all the, like, the whole wraparound team that I have, you know, physical therapy and all that jazz. And um, <clears throat> it was becoming so much more of a headache and an argument with my supervisor, and I was just like, I can't deal with this right now I am gonna lose it because the burden is on me for having this problem that I have to prove it I have to give documentation Mm -hmm. they have to track my time and like I have to tell my supervisor when I'm taking that time and it's like and then all this other like there's all these other hoops to jump through and I'm just like really like if I had a disability like which I kind of do in a way, it's like, this is fucked. It should not be this hard, you know? It just didn't seem to make sense to me that, like, the burden is on the person with disabilities to to help them understand what's, what I need, you know? Well, I mean, Uh, that's capitalism for you. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So, yeah. Other than that, life is good. Um, all of a sudden, I have, uh, you know, like a line of suitors, you know, people hey. interested. And I'm just like, okay, Sophie oh. got her groove back. Whatever. You so, know, I'm, so I'm, have a good, you, I'm a hot catch. Have I'm you, a good have you catch. ended your moratorium on dating then? Is that what's happening? I guess so. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. But this time I'm going to take things slow. I'm like... Oh, yeah. 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 And if they don't understand that, bye. Bye. (laughs) Right. Like... Fuck them. Extension on the E. Yeah. Exactly. All the E's. (laughs) Oh, dear God. How, How are you doing, my dear? Oh, I'm I'm doing great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you sure seem like it. 
awesome. I sound great, don't I? I mm -hmm. look even better. I'm not <laughs> a disaster at all. <laughs> well, we're both beautiful disasters together. That's true. Though. I am a I am a hot mess over here. Um I mean, kind of my normal um constant nervous breakdown, you know, <laughs> kind of standard for me. You know all about it. Um I yeah. got really far behind in my classes, like several weeks behind, and I was going to drop two of them, but then I missed the deadline to drop them. Oh. And, like, I still could have withdrawn, but it would have gone against my GPA, and I was like, oh my god, and then I would have to still pay for them. And then I have to pay for them again to retake them. So I was like, oh God, what am I going to do? And so I I emailed all of my professors and I was like, I don't know what to do. And I just, I mean, they already know all the stuff that's been going on. And so they've been really cool. And they were just like, let's make a plan. And so we all made a plan. And then I talked to my advisor and she approved the plan. And so everything is fine. It's just, there's still a lot. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there's a plan so that I can finish these classes. Um, it might involve getting incompletes, but that's okay. You know, it's all fine. But today I kind of had a little panic attack because one of my classes, um, if assignments aren't turned in by a certain time, it just defaults to zero. And so oh. I have a bunch of zeros in the grade book, but I can still submit those assignments and it'll, you know go up but right now my grade in that class is a d plus <laughs> which that's not the kind of d that i need in my life if you know what i mean sophie <laughs> yeah of course i do yes so um so that was i had this like little moment of panic like oh god i have a d but then i was like oh that's just you know it, it's just temporary it's gonna be fine so right. So that's good. good. Shift. Yeah. Yes. I've I've actually been really good lately at um, at knowing the difference between you know like my trauma brain, my anxiety brain, and my actual real life brain, like what's happening yeah. in reality, um, which is good because. You know, I'm not like in the mental hospital right now, which is where I could end up if I let things kind of just go, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but really, I'm, I'm doing okay with all the shit that's going on. Um, I'd say you're doing fantastic. I honestly didn't think you were going to be able to like dig your way out of what you were telling me like when you were texting me about what was going on with school I was like oh fuck yeah <laughs> I know yeah but how did you do it like Jesus I mean you like literally came back from the dead on that I don't know how like I, honestly if it had been me I would that would not have happened I I don't know I just I just did it I don't know just 
I don't have an answer to that. It's okay. That's I awesome. just did it. Mostly, yep. I just, like, thought about the options, and I tried to not get too attached to any one option until I talked to the teachers and stuff because if they were like yeah you're too far behind you know fuck you <laughs> which they would they wouldn't say but you know what I mean if they were just like yeah, yeah I don't think that you can catch up because that has happened to me before where it's like I there's just no way there's no fucking way so just goodbye I'll try this again yeah. I'll start over another time Right. That has happened to me, and I was like, am I at that point, or can this be salvaged? Like, how badly have I fucked up? And it turns out it wasn't as bad as I thought. Um, so now, currently, as of today, as of this recording, I'm totally caught up in one class. Bless you. And I'm like one week behind in another class, and then in the third class, I'm like over three weeks behind. That's not bad. <sighs> it's not bad. It's gonna be fine. No. I yeah. took the, I took the midterm for my GIS class. Oh, gee. Oh. Anytime you mention GIS, it makes me want to vomit. Oh. I don't know why. I'm just like, oh god, that sounds hard. I don't like it. I mean, it, I don't know if it's hard. It's just tedious. Mm. It's not hard. Um, but you like tedious. I sure do. <laughs> That's why you're a big uh, fan of Tolkien. <laughs> yes, and statistics. Um, yes. Uh, so the, um, the, the, the midterm. Um, oh. Sorry, I heard this tapping Oh, sound. that was me tapping on the desk. Oh. Like, right underneath where the microphone is, because I'm thinking. Um, you hear that? Yeah. Sweet. Okay, I was just testing. Okay, we should learn Morse code. Yeah. That can be on our, our vision boards. Yeah, do you know what would be so cool? As if we could learn, like, what's that one with, um, like, flags? There's, like... A code that you can do with flag, like letters with oh, flags. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, we'll get right on that Visual too. One. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, all the secret codes. Um, yeah. So yeah, I took the the midterm. She gave me a thirteen day extension on the midterm, which is insane and unheard of. But she let me do it, and I felt. Like, I was just, there was no way. I was not prepared. I was like, this is going to be so impossible. But I did it, and I got, like, an 83. Not bad. Which is below my normal standard of things, but I'm like, that's not bad at all. Mm -hmm. Considering no. all the circumstances. And the most important thing is that it's done, and it's in the yeah. past, and I don't have to worry about the midterm ever again. So, right. And, I mean, she really did not have to give me 13 extra days to finish that shit. No. She could have just given me a zero and moved on with herself, you know? Yeah. But she didn't, and so that was amazing. So So it proves to me that the pen is indeed mightier than the sword. Exactly. 
Maybe I should take a sword to my computer, though. Oh, well, we've been talking about doing that office space montage. Oh, we'll put that on the vision board, too. Oh, good, because this laptop is really just, like, garbage. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. It's oh, fine. I don't want to say bad things about it, because it's listening, and it might, like, crash or something, and then I'll really be in trouble. So is the NSA... I know, it's fine. Facebook is listening too, and they're going to send me targeted ads for things that we talk about. Right. I know. I hate it when Amazon hears the little bits of Spanish that I know and then <laughs> converts to all <laughs> Spanish. And then I'm like trying to return an item and I don't know how to change it back to English. And I'm like trying to return an item with my basic <laughs> Spanish. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh no. It was crazy, but I figured it out. I Googled that's, that's it. Google scary. is God. Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of... That's the, the sitch, I guess. With school. The school sitch. existential space where I just like life is just ridiculous you know it's like it uh -huh. just keeps happening no, you know there's nothing you do it's just chaos mm -hmm. you know and you just got to ride the waves and laugh at it because it's just like oh my god life is so ludicrous but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm like might as well enjoy the ride while I'm at it and yeah. so I'm just like wee. <laughs> We're going to go down the next roller coaster ride, oh. and we're going to go down, and then my, I'm probably going to have my belly flip. I'm going to lose it for a second, maybe blow chunks, and then, uh -huh. like, okay, I'll be fine, you know? I'm having fun. <laughs> I wish that our listeners could see it. I know. It was like a weird grimace. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was like you were wanting to be happy for a second, but your face broke and you didn't know how. <laughs> I know. God, what's happening? <sighs> oh, well. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Okay. Bunch of craziness. Um, yep. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So, I mean, that's really, that's like my life update. Just kind of the same old school crap. So, yay. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a guy that's interested in me, and it's kind of a complicated situation. Oh. Um, it's a kind of a dual relationship thing, which is all I'm willing to say on air. Okay. Um, it's, it's not a client. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> like, that kind of is it not that. Yeah. Right? of dual relationships. God, that didn't even cross my mind as a thing. Okay. Well, I had to clarify at least for a second for mm -hmm. whoever's listening, you know, it's not a 
thing where I'm in a position of power over somebody and it, I'm taking advantage of it. You know, I think that's gross. Very gross. Super um, gross. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. And, uh, it seems like it's going to be kind of a, a slow burn, which is, which is good. And then mm -hmm. I have another, uh, person that's interested in me that is like clearly putting their family first, which is great. They were like, I probably can't go on a date with you until after Thanksgiving. Cause I'm going to go visit my grandparents. And I'm like, sure. Oh, that's good. Okay. I respect that. That sounds healthy. That sounds good. Mm -hmm. You're putting your family before dating. You're not some kind of, um, you know, relationship addict or something like that. You yeah. know, um, takes one to know one. Okay. Any, no. Excuse us. Okay. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah. Back to life back to reality no uh, you're like no I don't. <laughs> mm -mm. um <laughs> oh god i'm so all over the place right now okay mm -hmm. so yeah and then also there's somebody else that i'm interested in but have not shared my feelings quite yet but i'm feeling it's kind of maybe going in that direction where i might be able to um yeah so we'll we'll see what happens i don't know for me like i used to just like date one person and then like throw all my eggs into one basket and it would be like really intense and mm -hmm. like almost too much and i feel like healthy dating for me is like dating a couple of people and seeing like where those things go. And if it seems like it's really clicking with one of them and it's like maybe going to go to the next, you know, step or direction, then I'll be like, okay, well, I think I've made my decision. Mm -hmm. I know what I want to do. And uh, yeah, that's just, I think, something that's good for me. Season two, episode one. Yes, let's get into Mur it. Myrtle's Myrtle's plantation. plantation. All right, do you want to do? Do you want to start the rundown? Um. <laughs> no. Um. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. I'll do it. And I, you know, honestly, I, I wish you would because, uh, I'm looking at my notes right now and they don't make any sense. It's oh, like good. a social commentary. I didn't put any background. I don't think I put any background information <sighs> or anything important. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, I lied. <laughs> you are the Myrtle. a liar. I am, and I'm happy to be in this case. So the Myrtle's Plantation <laughs> was built 
honor around 1796 in St. Francisville, Louisiana, as they call it. They do call it. Um, mm -hmm, by Whiskey Dave. Oh, yes. Good old Whiskey Dave. Yeah, he was the dude, I guess, apparently, that mm -hmm. helped build it. General um, David Bradford. <laughs> yes. That's his, that's his full name. And uh, so I kind of went to check out the Myrtle's Plantation website. Mm -hmm. And what I found interesting is the, the picture that they believe is of a slave girl named Chloe. Yeah. Um, there is, you can purchase the Chloe postcard, mm -hmm. which I thought was kind of neat. And then um, what I thought was interesting also is that they caught a picture of a ghost girl in the window, supposedly, as oh, yeah. well. From yeah, I looked at that for the longest time, <laughs> just mm -mm. staring. Staring. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's pareidolia. To be honest, I think it's caused I by, ref I think it's caused by just the reflections and lighting, which. Well, right, and there's there's lace curtains in the window. Right. And so, the the picture for the listeners who you can look at it on the um, Myrtle's Plantation website. They have all these cool pictures of stuff that guests have taken and stuff. Um, but this picture in particular, it was like on the front porch. And so the camera and the subject of the photo are outside, and there's a window in the background, and it's daytime, so there's lots of reflections and shadows and all sorts of shit. And behind the glass, you can see there's clearly, like, lace curtains. And so I agree, Sophie, that it is just... What do you call it? Pareidolia. Okay. I'll, I'm not going to remember that. Um <laughs> So the, um, yeah, cause like when, when the picture, like the regular picture without being zoomed in, it's like, there's a, that's a curtain. I don't see shit, but it's only right. when it's like zoomed in, it's like, oh, I see. Like there's the shape of a girl, but it's like, what's behind that lace curtain? You know, right. what's on the porch that's casting shadows and reflections? What, you know what's going yeah. on like the the light playing between the camera lens and the glass of the window and so yeah i agree i don't think that that one is legit even though it is cool i don't think it's an actual thing right spirit like, entity whoever whatever you want to call it yeah. but it's cool to look at i looked at it for the yeah. longest fucking time right same I tried to figure it out, and I was like, yeah, no, I just think that's complicated, but it's not, a, I don't think that's a ghost. And like Fox Mulder, I, I want to believe. Yes. I do. I really do. But when I was looking at it, I was like, yeah, no, that's just your brain trying to look mm -hmm. for patterns that aren't there. Right. Like, there's there's too many other things that it could be. You know? Right. So right. I just... And then um, their website also briefly mentions Chloe, the slave girl that they, that someone took a picture of. I do really believe that that is a picture of a ghost. Chloe, because 
like I don't know if it, her name is actually Chloe. Right. I think anything. that's a name that they just kind of assigned her. You know. Right. Like that's what it seems right. like to me. Like you know, I think that that's just they gave that name to her so that everybody is talking about the same thing. Right. Great. So her name was taken from her twice. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, cuz if you're African and you were brought over here, then you were given a Christian name. Right. That didn't exist before. You, yeah. Yeah, I know so. what you're saying, but I mean it's hard to And we we've talked about this several times before that, you know, I'm just not comfortable with saying that an entity is a certain person. Right. Even if somehow they tell you that's their name, like in an EVP or something. Right. Which does happen, you know, they're like, what's your name? And they're like, Doug, you know, whatever. Or William. It's always William. <laughs> you know, because that guy is legit. Um, yeah, he's everywhere. He's Yes. William is just, I wish he would just stop being so angry. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's just, it's hard to know that yes. that entity is the ghost of such and such person. Right. I think the only time that there might be an exception to that rule is if uh, it was a family member or close person that you knew in life who passed away. Right. And that, and then you, they appear right. to you or they like actually like, you know, you're somehow able to take a picture in your home and then all of a sudden your passed away family member shows up or something is like, oh my God, there's grandpa Bill. Yeah. William. <laughs> William. <laughs> God damn it. Um, rare and his ugly head. Yeah. So, anyway, Chloe. We'll just call her Chloe because that's the, the parlance, I mm -hmm. guess, that everybody has accepted and agreed upon. So, that's fine with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wish that they gave a little bit more context you know, or history on Chloe or like what they believed about her enough to give her a name or whatever, like, or, or talked about the history of slavery on that plantation, you know, that would have been nice if they would have, cause it's like, it just got kind of like whitewashed or, or like yeah. blown over. Like, Liter oh. literally, um, yeah. Like yeah. on their website, there's really like not any information on there about the the slaves right and that kind of bothered me um because it you know it's like oh here's all this information about the house and the family who built the house and then the family who you know remodeled the house and added to it and blah 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 but there's not like Right. You know, let's have a serious conversation about the actual history of this property. And how it was maintained. Right. And 
how that family made their money, etc., etc. Like, it's just like, look at how beautiful it is, and here's the dude, Whiskey Dave, and then here's the whatever, and you can come stay the night here, and, you know, so that's, to me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go stay the night there, just because it doesn't seem like they're that interested in, like, acknowledging their true history. Right. Um, and also, uh, you know, once we get into the episode of Ghost Hunters, um, there's a, you know, several scenes where they're inside what they refer to as the slave shack. And they just, like, toss that term around like it's just, you know, just another room in a house or whatever. And, uh, like, they go in there and it's all, like, you know, it, and I don't know for sure, but it looks like a room that guests can stay in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's weird and gross. Without having, like, a major acknowledgement of the true, the truth of that place. I think it's right. weird that you can, like, go for a romantic weekend away and stay the night in a home, in a building where enslaved people were forced to stay. Well said. It's weird. And there's a lot of, um, you know, plantations and stuff where that is the case. And, you know, like, you can go have your wedding and have this, like, beautiful, glorious day on this place where people were, like, tortured. (laughs) And it's so fucking weird to me. Um... And it's not that they're not beautiful homes and beautiful properties, and sure, maybe the owners of them now are cool people, but you have to acknowledge the history of that place and of the land. Yeah. And not sweep it under the rug because, oh, look at all the beautiful Spanish moss and the beautiful blah, 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 blah. I don't fucking care. I want to talk about the people, you know, the reality all of the people and and not to mention the indigenous people or or native american people who lived there before who the land was stolen from and they're living and occupying right and and then forcing slave labor on people for literal generations yes where like because even in even in native american tribes or in African tribes, yes, they did sometimes take slaves during warfare, Sure, but those people, it was very different. Like they would actually be uh, important part. They could be important parts of the community mm-hmm. and accepted and they could actually like move, take different positions and move out of slavery. There right. was movement in this, in that society where they weren't forced but I to think stay a slave, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's it's a good different. point to bring up, but I think that that's it's the same you know, when people try to bring up, you know, when you're talking about like police murdering black people. Right. And people are like, "Well, police kill white people too." You know, as it's somehow to be like you justified. Know, it's it's fine because police kill everybody, right? Of all colors and races and, you know, 
No right. one is equal left out. Murderers. But it's but yeah. it's not equal because no. if you look at the statistics, and here I'm going to talk about statistics again because I love it. You know, Bless there's you. more white people are killed by police every year. Okay. Yes. Statistically. Yes. That they're more if you just did a straight up count of people. Right. right? More white people are killed, but there's more white people total in right. the United States. So if you look at the rate of the killing, like what percentage of people being killed by police are white, it's actually smaller for white people than for people of color. Yeah. That's what you have to look at. And so to be like, oh, well, you know, Native Americans took other Native Americans as slaves. It's like, so that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about white supremacy. Mm, right. And so, you know, colonialism and white supremacy are different topics than, you know, anyway, we're getting way off track, but, um, but and there... let's not mention doctrine of discovery or yes. exceptionalism. Yes. So these are important conversations to have and important things to keep in mind when we're talking about, um, you know, because a lot of uh, like paranormal activity is thought to be brought on by like a trauma, trauma. Like a traumatic event. And so if you think about... Um, you know, like ghost hunters and like other paranormal shows, they go to like battlefields, you right. know, and like all this death happened and all these things. And so you'd think like that place is going to be just, you know, like full of activity. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you could say it's the same thing for a plantation, you right. know, like there is like individual trauma, there's cultural trauma there's generational trauma like all on this land mm -hmm. and you can't ignore that just so you can rent out a room in your fucking plantation house <laughs> <laughs> that's my point you know because yeah. then you're just adding to the history of making money off of slavery right and that is not cool. So that's right. Okay. And why getting, not talk getting all about? Worked up. No, that's okay. I like it. Oh, thank you. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, we should. I think that. Um, yeah, that's a really good point. I'm glad you brought that up about how uh, paranormal activity is seemed or believed to be very highly tied to traumatic events or mm -hmm. trauma. Um, like if you go to the Lizzie Borden house, right, right. Like that, that place is literally, you know, there were two ax murders that took place there that were extremely brutal. Yes. And, and so, you know, it's like, okay, well, why else would mm -hmm. it be haunted? And why else do people believe that it was haunted? They talk about that. Right. And they, or like at prisons. Right, and they show pictures of that. Mm -hmm. They literally like are like, "Here's the brutal truth of what happened." You know, these two right. people were murdered, and here's pictures of them with their axe wounds all up in their jit. You know, it's like, right? And they're they're not even like all that blurred out on some of these shows. You know, no, and then, and, and then they so they talk about that the right. trauma then, 
we talk about that, but like, why don't, why aren't we talking about this other shit? Right. Or, you know, like in a, when they go to like a prison or like a sanatorium or any of those places where they're like, here's how many people died in this place. And here's some of the causes of those deaths. And, you know, like you get, you hear about that, but like not once when they were at this plantation, did they talk about anything like that and you know that it happened yeah and you, you know. know that there had to have been a lot of trauma yes and so it is that is a good point thank you for bringing that up that they will talk about that kind of stuff at you know other locations but not at this plantation and you know i guess we can see we can kind of keep that in our minds as they go to other locations and see like if they bring up anything like that on future right. episodes but on this one in particular it's just you know like they talk about like they just say oh well we're going out to the slave shack you know and like, just how they just throw it around so nonchalant is just, it bothers me. Yeah. And... It's like, it, it's, like it's nothing. Yeah, and it, it never bothered me before when I watched the show. It was just this last time when I was taking notes for the podcast, and it's like, oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> but it's important, you know? Yeah. It's important to talk about and think about and get out there in the open. Otherwise, no, no one will ever heal. So, yeah, to think about and to scrutinize, yeah, the the white lens, mm -hmm. you know, to be anti-racist if if that is, you know, what we want to be called. Mm -hmm. That's that's what we should be doing. Yes, is, is we should we should look at it. We should talk about it. We should deal with it. Because, like, you know, not only I think. Obviously, it traumatizes people of color the most, but I think that uh, there's a, there's a trauma and effect on that goes back on white people because of the things that they've done too. You know what I mean? Right. And because of that, the white guilt, guilt, yeah. And um, but like, you know, it's not, and I'm not trying to say that oh um white people are like oppressors and they're all evil and everything like that like no there's no, some, no, no. there's some decent white people don't sure. get me wrong but you know it's just that and I'm mostly white so I really you know that I'm throwing my own damn self under the bus when I say that too so mm -hmm. I'm not trying to say that but what I'm trying to say is that um we can't help but also be tainted by that past and that history. Right. And and I think that that, a lot of people, you know, you do have that, like, guilt, and so it makes you not want to talk about wanna, it. Right. You know, like, don't bring it up. It's too, like, it's shameful, it's bad, but that's not a way to live, you know? Like, we, we have to talk about it. And also... A lot of people are like, well, my my ancestors weren't slave owners. You know, my ancestors didn't bought, you know, and sure, that's true for a lot of people, you know, whatever. Um, 
but what people have to face and acknowledge and like deal with is that as a white person in the United States, we benefit from those systems and from white supremacy. We benefit from it. And um, if you don't think, listeners, if you don't think that you do, you really need to take a look at your life and yourself and your privilege because I guarantee you that you do benefit from it. And that's what needs to be confronted and, like, dismantled. And it's not like, well, white people are bad because of slavery and because of all these things. Like, no, no, no. But it... the. You have to face the systems right. that you're in, you know? Whew. Yes. Who knew that we uh, were going to get into the, such a deep topic about season two, episode one, God people. damn. I know. I was um, more excited to talk about Brian Duchenois. <laughs> but you know what you let me start talking and you never fucking know what's gonna happen and um yeah it's important stuff that's my my point so I thank you for letting her. me go on a rant about white supremacy and all this no shit. thank you i think you said you said it very very eloquently no, and thank you very i appreciate much. it I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't prepare any of that. That was just off the top of my head. Um, yeah, because my notes are just about the show. I don't have any right. notes about goddamn whatever. Um, okay, so yeah. listeners, that's our little preamble to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Season 2, episode 1 of Ghost Hunters. Yay! When they go to Myrtle's Plantation in Louisiana. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so, let's see. Is there anything else we need to say about, I don't know, I didn't really write down a whole lot about the, the history of the property, but I think that we, we know enough already. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there really isn't much else to say about it. It just, it, you know... Right. I, like, I think I, I think from their perspective, they don't want to turn off the population that's most likely going to be able to afford to and travel to visit them at the Myrtles Plantation on their website. You know, I understand they know their audience, but by doing so, then they are in a way supporting white supremacy. They are. Because it's. It's it's saying, oh, well, we don't want to turn off any visitors. Right. We don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. But you know what? Or... I do want to make people uncomfortable, and I do want to turn off listeners. Like, if they don't like <laughs> what we have to say, they can fuck off. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> my opinion. <sighs> but, yeah. I, mm, I don't know. I feel like in, in this day and age... That's kind of like a really shitty cop out. Right. To be like, oh, I... well, we don't want to, you know, like, mm, no. That's weird. Um, yeah. But, but who knows? Like I don't want to speak it? for them. I don't, I don't know why they 
haven't or don't address this, but... Yeah, well, you're right. That's true. I shouldn't assume, but I'm just saying that, like, the only argument that could be made for just, like, completely, you know, just disregarding the whole history and only presenting it in one frame, Mm -hmm. biased frame, Right. I might add, the only thing that I could think of in their defense is they're probably thinking, oh, let's not make it super heavy and... Turn right. people off. Let's and... not get political. Right. Kind of, you know. But by doing that, they kind of unwittingly or unknowingly are still kind of supporting. Right. White supremacy. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Um, <clears throat> so, let's see. It's uh, supposedly... One of the most haunted locations in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the the word on the street. Um, but did you did you hear it? <laughs> I I heard it on Ghost Hunters, um, <laughs> and also it was on like when I googled it. You know, it was on all these lists of the most haunted places, and you know. Oh yeah. So it really True. is considered to be like a very like paranormally active location um so you think i'm terrible if i wanted some i need some water you are absolutely terrible you want me to pause real quick so you can get up and get water yes please okay bye bye also from mystery science theater 3000 i think that one is one part where those three people like Mm -hmm. somehow sequentially poke their heads out from around a corner (laughs) (laughs) indeed that was brilliant commentary and physical slapstick all in one yes okay myrtle's plantation so they uh, they meet with this lady named Hester, who is like the cutest lady I've ever seen. I know, I love her. I love how she calls them sweetheart. I love it the most when she calls them babies. <laughs> She's like, come on in, babies. I just love her. I love her. Um, I know. So she shows them around. She tells them the the claims of activity. Um, we already talked about the slave girl named Chloe, who people have seen walking around, um, like, by the main house. Um, there have been shapes of children photographed in the mirror on the stairway. Um, I never got to see those. No, they don't. They just talk about them. But they pretty much just debunk it later. (sighs) Let's see. Um, Hester says that her clothing has been pulled. 
like a yeah. child tugging on your shirt to get your attention kind of thing. Um, let's see. People have taken pictures out by the the cattle waller, as she calls oh. it. The cattle waller, which, oh my god, I love, I love Hester. Um, mm. But it's basically, it's a pond for those of us who are not from Louisiana. It's a pond. Um, but these pictures, people are taking pictures and there's like a Confederate soldier like in the pictures, but he was not there when they took the pictures. Um, there have been footsteps on the staircase. Oh, that guy that they talk about who was shot outside and then climbed up to the stairs and died in his wife's arms. That's a real story. That really happened. Yeah. And I didn't write down... Beep boop. Did I write... Nope. No, I didn't write it down. But that story that they tell about a guy getting shot, and even on the website they say the name of the guy and the whole story. But yeah, someone really was shot and killed there. And see, this, they talk about this guy, this white guy who was shot and killed, you know. Like, his name is on the website and the name of the person who killed him. But nobody else. Um. Um. Brian's days at Taps are now numbered. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh. The drama. The drama. I wrote down in big letters, the talk. Ooh, poor Brian. Because they sit him down, Jason and Grant sit him down, they make him sign a written code of conduct. Yep. And he's like, I would do everything for taps. It's like, really? We'll see about that later yeah, this season. I, looks like Steve's getting Foreshadowing. Promoted. Yeah, Steve's <laughs> giving more <laughs> responsibility <laughs> with the team. Donna's moving up. Mm -hmm. um, this is when they get their new office, so they're not in that little, um, little trailer anymore. Mobile command unit. Yes, they have their mobile <laughs> command unit, which is pretty cool. Um, which is a van. It's I just think. it's just a van, but it has like built-in everything's built in, so they can just have like their monitors and all their equipment and stuff like in one space. Um, let's see. Uh, they... Oh, we see some newer faces. Yeah. Uh, Rob Paula. Zombie's girlfriend. Who? Oh, sorry. Jen, Rob Zombie's girlfriend. Oh, God, her stupid hat. Oh, God. Yeah, Dick... <laughs> I love how she somehow heard Dixie Chicks out yeah. of that. When it's like Yeah, and Brian's like, What? I didn't say Dixie Chicks. Um, yeah, that's pretty funny. And then uh when they are talking about the, the girls, Paula, Kristen, and Jen, and they're like, Jen is just eager to sit, I wrote down same. <laughs> Dude, I laughed so hard when I heard that too. Jen is just eager to sit and watch the monitors. Like who doesn't love sitting? Like... Like, honestly, <laughs> me and Homer Simpson and the rest of the world, okay? We love to sit, so. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, that's just oh, a that's a weird way to describe somebody, you know, like oh they're just eager to sit. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then also we got introduced to Kristen Gartland. Oh, I, I love Kristen. Fucking love her. Yeah. I love her, and I like Paula. Yeah, I think I have low key have a crush on Kristen Gartland a don't little bit. We I don't know all. why. Right. Why is, um, I also wrote, why is Steve whispering while he's outside? His, <laughs> he was whispering when he was outside as if, like, somebody was going to, like, they ha- he was trying to use his inside voice outside, and I didn't understand what was going on. It's like, why was why is he whispering? Like, who's going to yeah. overhear him? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Sorry. Oh, that's that's Random. fine. That's great. Um, so let's see. They debunk the mirror um, mm-hmm. because you know a mirror is you know there's like metal and glass, and mm-hmm. when you're touching metal, your skin oils get on it and leave all these marks. And then because of the same phenomenon that caused people to see a little girl in that lace curtain. You see faces in the mirror that aren't there. Right. Um, Pareidolia. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to keep saying it so you remember it. Good luck. Um, (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. They're all just all over the place doing different stuff. Thermal camera, EVP, EMF sweeps. All the cool stuff with their cool little gadgets and Jen is sitting and watching the monitor <laughs> um, and... I don't know why I can't get over that I don't know why that's so funny to me why is I it so funny know. I don't um, and then yeah Steve is outside alone whispering creeping around out in the in the driveway or something it looks like and he sees somebody like look out from behind the tree like they lean out and um and then like in that same spot there's like this emf spike that you know there's like no reason for it because they're like out there's nothing nearby that would cause an emf fluctuation so it's kind of weird but you know it's just correlation we don't know what it is um also no evidence he caught from that interaction right right. there was no audio video anything just his own experience so it's just notable um, cause they all had various like personal experiences when they were there. Right. Um, but you know, personal experiences don't always get captured as evidence. So they're just anec- yeah. anecdotal evidence, which isn't really evidence. Um, but I mean, it does kind of help, well, I right, think, to a right. certain extent. It can extent bolster because... things, but it's not, you can't just take that alone as proof. Absolutely. But what I like is, you know, what even gets the investigation going Mm -hmm. in the first place is anecdotal evidence. Well, yeah, of course. That's that's the beginning of it all is people reporting that they're having paranormal experiences and they call people in. That's the beginning of science at all is you're making observations and then you see something and you want to figure out if you can explain what it was. Mm-hmm. That right there is the body of science. So, mm-hmm. yes, anecdotal evidence has its place, for sure. It does. Um, 
I wasn't meaning to like totally dismiss anecdotal evidence at all. I didn't think you were. Because I have my own experiences that are purely anecdotal. I do not have anything to back it up. Absolutely. And the same for probably a decent amount of our listeners. If they've had paranormal experiences, you know, those are anecdotal experiences, but they're still valid for sure. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, I wouldn't even be interested in this topic probably if I hadn't had all the experiences I've had. Fucking A. Um, (laughs) Oh, and then uh, Jason and Grant are out by by the cattle cattle waller, cattle waller. With the thermal camera, and there's like this weird shape that like goes across in front of the thermal camera, and it happens so fast. It's like a little flash, basically, and then they slow it down like frame by frame, and it looks like a person. Yeah. Like shoulders and up. Like walking mm-hmm. right by. But yeah. you can tell that it wasn't an actual person. And there was no sound of like footsteps. Like there was no sound of anything. It was just so that's like, whoa, what the hell was that? Human shaped mm-hmm. shape. A human shaped shape. Yeah, and the fact that it moved so swiftly and so evenly. Um yeah. because you know because you know when people run there's usually some kind of you would think there'd be a little bit of uneven mm-hmm. movement you know not only because they're like yeah there would be something like that you yes. would think because um you know not only would the ground potentially be uneven you know but it's like you know so i thought that mm-hmm. was interesting too that it was completely even and right swift it's weird yeah um that's a good point it is it's just it's weird <sighs> anomalous um <laughs> i second i second that i motion. concur um okay so then lot, there's just a lot of like you know a little like feelings of like a weird pressure or being watched and stuff that they experience in various places. And then my favorite part of the whole episode is when they're, um, you know, packing up all their stuff and Brian hits himself in the nuts with the cord of something. <laughs> and it's hilarious. Um, it never gets old for me for some reason, <laughs> even though it's fucked up that like if somebody gets hit in a crotch or something, I just think it's funny and it's so stupid and like, I guess, immature of me. But like, sure. I, you know, when I watched the movie Idiocracy and America in that movie, America's favorite pastime was watching this show called Ow My Nuts. Mm-hmm. I would watch that. <laughs> That oh my god i'd be their number so one fan hard. i love like, it yeah no that's totally what america's like yep we're yeah. stupid exactly um we're immature yeah so then they go to the analysis Ooh. oh what and then the findings yeah. i was really disappointed 
with Brian because during the analysis, he's like, what the heck is that? And you want him so badly to say, what the heck is that dude? But he doesn't say the dude part. And I was like, I almost didn't write it down. I was so mad. I was like, Brian, you know what? I want one thing from you. And that's for you to say, dude, in your (laughs) stupid New England accent. That's all I want. I love it. I do too. I I love it. Um, okay, so, okay, so the first thing on the findings is that there's this weird, like, I wrote, creepy, dark shadow creeping, and it looks, (laughs) (laughs) why does that, it reminds me of that one meme where it's like, friendly ghost, just friendly, or something. Yes, it's just a creepy, creepy, dark shadow creeping. Creepy ghosts just be creeping. Creeper's gonna Creepy. creep. Um, right. <laughs> but it's like, the camera's inside the house, and so the shadow's like outside the front door, but it looks like an actual person moving around trying to look in the windows. But it's so creepy because the way it forms out of thin air and then shifts and moves. Yeah, the way that it moves, it feels to me like it's faster than a person would be able to move in that position. Yeah, naturally. If that makes sense, like, yeah. unless they're on, like, PCP or something. And I don't mean their primary care physician or provider. Yeah, yeah we're, I mean we're talking angel about dust. the... We're talking about quaaludes. Oh, no, quaaludes is going to slowly, right, slowly down. Oh, let's see. Um, and then there's a weird thing where there's, like, the, the lamp that's moving across the table by um, itself and so slowly it's and so weird. slow and it's yeah it's weird it's like it's happening so slow that there's people in that room and they don't notice it even though they're right, right there like that's how slow it is but they speed up the tape and like over the course of several minutes it moves like halfway across the table yeah and it um, the fuck out of me. I'm like, what the hell? Right, and that? like the the tablecloth doesn't bunch up or anything. It's just like very smoothly, and they're not able to. They go back before they talk to um the people to do the reveal, and they try to recreate that by like pulling on the cord. You know, like did it get caught on your foot or your chair? You know, were you like pulling it? And they can't get it to do it except when they, like, lift the cord up and pull it that way. But you'd be able to see that on the tape. Right. If someone had lifted the cord up and pulled it. But they... So there's no reasonable explanation for that. So, um... So weird. It is weird. And then they go to the reveal and they basically say, like, what we already said about the mirror. That it's just, you know, matrixing that... You know, your brain wants to find patterns where there really isn't one. Yeah. Um, And it's why you see shapes in clouds or images in the, you know, the static on TV when that used to be a thing. Like, that's how old we are, that we remember static on the TV. And you can see, like, shapes and, and stuff in it when there really wasn't. It's just your brain wants to order things. Yep, that be an analog signal, yo. Yo. Um, and then... Uh, oh, it takes four and a half minutes for the lamp to move across the table. 
That's crazy. And nobody saw it as it was happening. It's pretty fucking cool. Um, so, you know. And creepy ghosts just creeping. Creeping. Creepers gonna creep. That's what people have always said about me. Um. <laughs> you wish. I do wish. <laughs> Don't take away my dreams. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'm not gonna, because I'm gonna add to them. Oh, That's what our vision boards are for. Right. So, uh, basically, both Grant and Jason say haunted. Myrtle's Plantation oh. is haunted. The H Arbit word. Ar arbitrarily, I might add. Sure. Arbitrarily haunted. That's what my argument is because I, who <laughs> the fuck knows if Jason is going to say if it's haunted or if there's paranormal activity right. or what the difference is. What is the difference? The or why? Jason, please get on our show and tell me the difference. I really, I'm <gasps> inquiring minds want to know. Right. Yeah, so that's uh, season two, episode one, in a nutshell. Yeah. So what did you think? I thought, I mean, I thought that the evidence that they caught, you know, the anomalies on the um, thermal, mm -hmm. you know, that that was that was interesting. I don't know why I wrote, I wrote anomalies. Was there more than one? Oh, there's anomaly? the there's the one on the stairs. I forgot. I did write that down. I forgot to mention it. When they're at the top of the stairs, like right where the guy died, in his <gasps> wife's arms, they get this weird blip on the thermal. And there was like something else that happened. Um. But yeah, it was all right on that stair where the guy died um oh yeah <clears throat> I forgot about that yeah mm -hmm. i wrote that down too i was like anomalies and i was like why did i make it plural okay yeah now i remember yeah good good oh by the way i forgot to add with the jen is just eager to sit and watch the monitors kind of reminded me of the M an mxc script <laughs> 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 for those of you who are not privy to most extreme elimination challenge let me tell you you're in for a treat oh god it's one of the best things ever made <laughs> <laughs> and by best i mean stupidest <laughs> But I love it so but much. But if you're the kind of person who gets a lot of joy out of seeing people fall and hurt themselves, mm -hmm. you're you're mm -hmm. gonna love it. You're you're gonna love it. Um, I'm gonna love you. I'm gonna miss you. Oh, God. The yeah, laughs. that show. I know that show makes me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I think yeah, it's called Schadenfreude. You yes. know. Joy at the expense of another person's pain. <laughs> Just like we were talking yep. about earlier with, you know, people getting hit in the nuts for some reason being inherently <clears throat> funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, even if a woman got hit in the crotch, I think I would probably still think it's funny. Yeah. I mean, because let's not be I'm, sexist here. Like, equal opportunity crotch, crotch smashing. <laughs> 
That doesn't sound right. That's not what I meant. Oh my god. That's new. A new uh, coitus. That can be term. one of our. That can be on one of our shirts. Yeah, it's crotch smashing. Equal opportunity the, crotch smashing. Yeah, it'll be on the. Please, can it be on the tidy whitey shirt? The tiny oh, shirt. Yes, that's. Those are the only shirts we're gonna make. Oh yeah. We're not making t-shirts or anything normal. God forbid mm -hmm. we make hoodies. We're only making shirts out of men's briefs. Um, we also, I think, might need to pay, like, um, a percentage to Jake because we're going to need him to use his, uh, <laughs> his, <image. laughs> bow, his bowie knife or bowie knife, however you pronounce that, to, like, cut the, the, the neck and armholes out of it for oh. us. Or whatever. I mean, any knife will do, probably. Yeah, but I want it to be special. Aww. Well, I, I mean, mean, it's going to be special anyways, but I'm just saying. I'm just trying to think of the logistics of that because, you know, he lives in Virginia. God damn it! I know. Like, that's... Jake! Maybe he'll, maybe he'll just, like, send me a knife. Hmm. <laughs> I have a knife. Oh. Well, I do too, so we don't need him. Yeah, we're, we'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. It's, I just met We We can yeah. do this. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I forgot. I keep a pocket knife in my purse for self-defense. De oh, perfect. It's perfect, yeah. I almost took that to downtown Portland to the police station with me, and I was like, yeah, maybe that's not a good idea. <laughs> I mean... That, yeah, maybe. Um, what else was I going to talk about? Um, was there anything else about that episode that we wanted to discuss? I don't think so. I think I said everything I needed to say about it. Mm. Do you remember... Nope. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just leave it. Yeah. Yep. No. Okay. Bye. <laughs> um, I don't remember if I shared. I thought that I shared one of my paranormal experiences that I had at your house on our. Mm-hmm. Yes. Podcast. Was it the one where I was laying on the couch? I was sleeping on your couch? I think so. Okay. Well, both of them, I was sleeping on your couch. So I guess that narrows it down. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I could share. Well, actually, I think it might be your turn. Okay. <laughs> yeah you're like uh, <clears throat> i wasn't prepared for, for this oh god okay let's let's travel way back in time okay everybody we're going back in time to the 1980s fucking sweet yeah the 1980s when everything was brown like you watch movies <laughs> Where, like, that are set in the 80s and everything's, like, neon colors and stuff. But everything was brown in the 80s, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Anyway, that's totally irrelevant, but... Um, for some reason, yeah, I remember brown and orange. Mm -hmm. For some reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like that goldenrod yellow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, okay, so... I lived in Portland, Oregon. And... Uh, so I was like six or younger when these things happened. Um, oh, that's, my. That's when we moved. And, you know. Um, so, um, like, a few houses up the street from us was this uh, this girl named Jamie. And I don't remember. She had an older sister who, I want to say her name was Michelle or something. It doesn't matter. But anyway, Jamie was the girl. Like, she was kind of around my older brother's age, and mm -hmm. so we would, you know, hang out and play, and, like, my cousins would go over to her house with us, you know, because we were always together, me and my one million cousins, <laughs> and, um, and we would, like, go to their house, and it was just the two girls and then, um, their dad. Like, I don't remember where their, what happened to their mom, if she was, like, dead or some, I don't know. She wasn't there, though, is the point. Um, so, like, we would play in their basement a lot, because they just had this, like, big, huge, like, completely finished basement. And, um, and you could hear, if you were in the basement, just because of the way that it echoed, you could hear the sound of somebody walking up and down the stairs to the, not from the basement to the first floor, but the first to the attic. You could hear, and it sounded very distinctly like high heels. And I remember when I was a kid, I was like, I know that sound because my mom wore high heels and we had wood floors. And that's a very distinct sound, you know, high heels on wood floors is very distinct. Right. And so that was the sound, like, going up and down the stairs. And, like, it would get louder as it got towards the bottom and then quieter towards the top, just like a person. But there was nobody there because it was just the girls and then their dad and their dad was at work, you know. There wasn't some, like, secret fourth person living in the attic, you know. <laughs> um, and, uh... So, like, that happened a lot. And it was never scary. It was just like, oh, that's a thing that happens when we're at Jamie's house, you know. Um, but then, like, there were times when, um, and I don't remember exactly why all of this happened, but there was, like, um, like they would hang their sheets up to dry in the basement. Um and, like, we'd just be sitting there, and you could see behind the sheets, like, the shadow of a person walking behind the sheets, but there were no feet. Ugh. And it was, I mean, it was, like, the shape of, you know, like, a woman. Whoa. And it was, you know, it was, like, your mom's coming to get you, but there's no feet, and then no one shows up at the end of the sheets. You know? And, like, this kind of stuff, like, it happened all the time. And, um, there was one day that we were out in front of the house, like, on the sidewalk. And 
I don't remember what made us look up at the attic window, but you could see the curtain move. Like someone had their hand and like moved one of the curtains to look out and then mm -hmm. it dropped, but there was nobody there. And then another time back in the basement, um, my cousin Christy was on the, um, like on the back of the couch, like up on the, you know, sitting up on the back and she was like braiding someone's hair who was sitting on the couch. Uh -huh. And, um, suddenly, and I'll have to ask her about this for more details, but she felt like she just, like, let out this, like, gasping sound, like, suddenly. And I was down on the floor, and she just let out this, you know, like, this really loud gasp, and she kind of, like, arched her back, and it was so weird, and I guess she felt like like ice had like gone through her like from her back through her chest mm. um and she had like hand handprints like on her back like someone had smacked her really hard <gasps> and uh but she was just sitting, i mean there's no one there no one behind her um and then another thing that happened more than once is, like, on the couch, you know, there's, like, three cushions in a row. And um, you could see, like, someone would sit on the couch because it would, like, compress. But no one was there. And that happened more than once. So those are my stories about Jamie's house in North Portland in the 1980s. Whoa! Yeah. And I, I'll ask my cousin about... Um, her memories of that house and her experiences too but like I just remember sitting on the floor you know playing whatever and all of a sudden she just like gasped and I looked up and she was like you know she had like her back arched like something had like hit her whoa yeah that's crazy yeah so that's how come like, I've never have I never told you those? Oh. No, I don't think so. Oh. Well, now I have. Now you've heard. Those are my earliest <laughs> paranormal experiences. Wow. Yeah. It's That's no monkey intense. man, but it's, you know, we're, we're building up to the monkey man. Dude. That's intense. Mm -hmm. And especially at such a young age, too. Yeah. And I love how your little mind was just like, oh, this is just something that happens at Jamie's house. It's nothing right, to be scared it, of. Right, because it never felt scary, you know? And it's mm. not like we didn't go back and play there or we, like, ran screaming from the house or something. It was just like, oh, that's that lady, you know? Right. Like, no big deal, you know? Oh, I wonder what the history is of that house. Yeah. Like, I really wonder if there's a way to, like, mm -hmm. get a hold of those people, just like we need to get a hold of Tim Peeler. Hey, Tim Peeler, if you're out there, I want to interview you. Tim Peeler um, from South Carolina. We need you. North Carolina. North Carolina. But, yeah. One but of them. It doesn't matter. Close, one of the Carolinas. Yeah. Is it North Carolina? 
I believe so, okay. but I could be wrong. I th no, I think you're right. I think anyway, that's, that's totally irrelevant. Beside the point. Beside the point. <sighs> yes. I um, wish. I well, I know that those Jamie and her family they moved. Yeah. And then there was a new family that moved in, and they had a son that was like Tyler's age, mm -hmm. and so once again we were playing over there, and nothing ever happened. Ooh. And so that's interesting. I don't know. You know, we could sit and speculate about, you know. Was it attached to them or their belongings? Or did they just have the kind of energy in that house that brought things out? Or was it her dead mom? Right. Like, there's all these questions. I mean, and who knows the answer to it. But I just remember that, um, like, I remember asking the kid, like, do you ever hear, like, footsteps on the stairs going to the attic? Do you ever hear, do you ever see... And he was like, what are you talking about? No, of course not. There's no one up there. You know? Um, and so I always remembered that that was, like, really strange to me when I was a kid. That um, whatever it was seems to have moved on with the family. Yeah. That is really interesting. I wonder if... Did, were, did you play at the house uh, when the new people moved in? Did you play at the house about as much as you did when you were playing with Jamie before? Not as much. Um, Tyler did. Cause they but were... then he didn't. Sorry, go ahead. Um, Tyler played there, um, but, like, I went over there a few times, but it wasn't as often. Right. And then we moved, so I don't know what happened after that, but. So, yeah, that's what I'm curious about. I wonder if, I wonder if, since Tyler was there more often, you know, maybe he did have some experiences, and it could be just that, you know, the couple times that you did go over there and play with them, mm -hmm. that you didn't experience it just because, you know, you weren't there as frequently. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But it's also possible that it could very well... Who knows what happened? That's very interesting. Yeah. That shit's neat. Yeah, so that's my... My tale for the day. Um, those were your first ever paranormal experiences in your life? Yeah. And I was little, cool. you know, like... Five or six... When that all started. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You were um, tiny. You were just a baby. I was a baby. Um, As Esther would say. <laughs> oh, she also, call, <laughs> she also calls, calls them darlings. I know. I love it. That reminds me of my, my grandma Addie. She always called me darling girl. Oh. I know. Isn't that cute? Oh. Oh, yeah. Um, That's so sweet. Mm -hmm. I wish people would, I mean, you know, it, it, I don't know why. I think it depends on the context. It depends on the person who's saying it. Because, like, I think that if it's a creepy old dude, I don't want to hear, don't you dare call me honey. No. Nope. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. But, like, certain 
people where they just that's just a part of their speech patterns and they just yeah they just call you hun or darling or something like that like and you can tell it's not meant to be um what's the word condescending or lecherous or yeah creepy yeah um yeah, because like, there, there are a lot of people from a lot of places where that is just, like, built into their, you know, their language. Lex- yeah, their lexicon. And and I love it. Mm-hmm. I do not find it offensive. I know. Like, I love it. I want a, you know, a waitress to call me honey. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Is there any, anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, not in particular. Oh, I'm tired. There, there is one thing I want to talk about, even though it's kind of sad. It's very sad, actually. Oh. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Um, the, the actor who played the original Green Power Ranger, remember him? The hot one? Yeah. From the original series, and then he was the White Ranger. Yeah. The super hot one. Um, he he died by suicide. Oh, God. Isn't that terrible? When? Like, yesterday. I found out about Jesus. it this morning. And it, I was just talking to somebody the other day about how hot he was. <laughs> 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 and, uh... Yeah. And it's like, I I saw it on Facebook, and then I, I looked it up to make sure it was true, and it's true, and it's it's so sad. He was like 49 years old, and, um, you know, it just, it felt like there's a whole, you know, like, t- today's just a sad day for millennials everywhere, you know, who, like, had a crush on him or grew up, you know, wanting to learn mixed martial arts or something because of, <laughs> because of him, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but he was, like, really loved, like, by their whole fan base, I guess. He was, like, a big deal mm. to the Power Ranger world. And, um, yeah, so that is a bummer. I don't mean to bring everything down at the end of the show, but I thought I needed to bring it up just because... You know, people our age, like, will, you know, remember him. Yeah. And also, it's, it's important to, you know, um, talk about mental health, really. Mm -hmm. And so I'm glad that we do talk about it so much on this podcast, because, you know, I think you need to normalize it, and especially for men. Like, a lot of men just, like, kind of suffer in silence because it's not, like, manly to, you know, go to therapy or get help. Yeah. And, I mean, that's changing slowly, but it's just, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of resources out there. And, uh, you know, people, I don't know. And really, just the important thing, like, tell people that you care about them. Right. You know, and that they're important to you, because you may not get another chance to tell them. Right. So that's exactly. my that's my bummer for the week. That's 
You know, that brings to mind... Um, that brings to mind a quote, because, yeah, unfortunately, I think our culture... Um, our culture, I think, um, emotionally castrates men. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, it's like only certain emotions are acceptable and, uh, you're not allowed to be, to cry Mm -hmm. or to be sad, you know? Um, and that's how they're socialized, you know, from a very early age. Like if they fall down when they're babies or toddlers, you know, they fall down and hit their knee or whatever. It's like, and then they cry. Boys don't cry. Boys boys don't cry. You're not allowed to cry about that. Yeah. You're not allowed to have, you know, your feelings about it. And, um, and it kind of reminds me of a quote from bell hooks who also died recently. Um, and I kind of wanted to go out on a sad note with that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Everybody let's go out on a sad note. Yeah. We, I mean, we might as well. Um, because yeah, also got... everybody needs to read all about love by bell hooks oh absolutely everybody needs to read that um absolutely so <clears throat> here's a fantastic quote from bell hooks the first act of violence that patriarchy demands of males is not violence towards women Instead, patriarchy demands of all males that they engage in acts of psychic self-mutilation, that they kill off the emotional parts of themselves. If an individual is not successful in emotionally crippling himself, he can count on patriarchal men to enact rituals of power that will assault his self-esteem. Whew. That's heavy. Yeah, it's fucked, but it's true. It is true. So. It makes me so sad, too, because, like, I want to, I want to give these men hugs and teach them it's okay to cry and that Mm -hmm. their vulnerability and their emotional parts of themselves are loved and that it's okay to nurture them and like feel them you know and and not in a way where I like am taking care of them emotionally because I think that women already do way too much of that Mm -hmm. uh you know heavy lifting for men teaching men how to deal with feelings and have feelings and be vulnerable and things like that yes um I think we the unfortunate part of patriarchy also is that it like forces women to kind of have to like do all the hard work when it comes to that in relationships Mm -hmm. um and so men kind of rely upon us to be this emotional support and outlet for them because we're teaching them how to navigate it you know and and trying to like 
help them process it and deal with it. And um, yeah, and so it hurts both sides or it, many different sides, depending on your gender. It doesn't matter what your gender identity. It's still because it's so normalized and a part of our culture, mm-hmm. um, or at least Euro-American culture. And I have noticed it a lot in other cultures within our culture as well, uh, where men are typically supposed to be more stoic. Um, but, um, yeah, it's like, it's hurtful. It really is. And then of course you see mass shootings. Of course you see Columbine. Of course you see, you know, these things happen. There was just another one last night. Right. And, and men are more likely and men are more, more likely to be successful in suicide because they use guns. Yeah. You know, the, the women will tend to, you know, use pills and so on. And there's a chance you, you know, whatever. But it's like, yeah, it's so sad. I just, I really wish, I w- really wish that no matter your gender, that all emotions would be acceptable as long as you're not causing harm to other people. Because if you don't deal with them, that's what turns into such a hate and rage, I mm-hmm. think, of because you're not dealing with your problems, you're not dealing with your emotions, you're not deal you're you're basically internalizing them and and then externalizing them. And I think that yeah. I don't know. I think COVID kind of helped us a little bit because it seems like now there's like wait lists for every mental health provider. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So like, I think that in some ways we as a culture are starting to kind of evolve a little bit more because COVID happened and then people are like, Oh my God, I have to sit with myself and my feelings and Mm -hmm. I'm really uncomfortable. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so people were like, Oh, I can't just, you know, work it off or pull myself up by my bootstraps or Mm -hmm. do all these other, like, American things that we do where we try to, you know, just avoid dealing with our feelings, which is, you know, a lot, in a lot of ways, workaholism, you know, working Mm -hmm. yourself to death because you are what you do. You're not a human being, you're a human doing. And, like, when people get asked, who are you? They say, oh, I'm an engineer. Mm-hmm. I'm a waitress. I'm a construction worker. You know, they don't say who they are. They say what they do. I always and say so, I'm a person named Heather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's it. Like, yeah, I don't do shit. <laughs> that is not true. It's but not, but it's funny. I do think so. I agree. And that, I'm sorry, didn't mean to go on a tangent with that I just hmm. that's what this whole podcast is for to go on tangents about things and again this is an important thing to talk about you know mental health and especially like this time of year it gets really bad for people um the time change the length of days getting shorter and shorter and shorter and like the weather changing um, you know, at least here in the in the northern hemisphere, in the southern hemisphere, you know, they have it the the other way. So, um, 
but it's just it's a really hard time of year for people I know that this month there's like two traumaversaries for me that already passed and they were kind of rough but I've made it you know mm. and um so I guess the the message is just you know tell people that you care about them you know reach out to people uh, make sure that people know that they're loved and supported and that there are resources out there you know depending on your community there's you know, there's clinics, there's the hotlines, there's warm lines, there's, you know, text lines. there's text lines now because so many of us hate talking on the fucking phone. <laughs> um, you know, there's there's a lot of resources and I know that it can seem impossible, especially if you're on a waiting list to, to get into a therapist. But, um, you know, like there are people and agencies that really want to help and that can help right so you're not alone in this shitty world <laughs> like we're we're all in this shitty world so mm -hmm. um, we're in hell yeah, I'm in hell basically yeah but just you yeah. know but there is hope there is there's a difference there's a beautiful side to life too regardless oh, yes. of like you know if, if my own experience of coming on to this podcast and, and saying what's going on with me almost every single time I come on here, <laughs> I'm going through hell. I'm literally going through hell. Yes. And, and um, somehow I still manage to eke out some happiness and some faith and hope that mm -hmm. things will get better and that I do have meaning and purpose, that I do have close people in my life that I hold dear. And, you know, that, that holds me by, that keeps me going. There's, mm -hmm. there's things I have to cling on to for dear life to get by. Yeah. And that, that, like, even if you've only got just one little thing, you know, do it, just do what you can latch on to something that works, you know, for you or what's helped you in the past you know, go back to that thing or maybe go find a 12 step group or some other free, there's so many groups and, mm -hmm. and free resources out there. If you just Google them, you yeah. know, whatever problem you're dealing with, you'd be surprised. There there's actually help. Right. Exactly. And it's, yeah. it can be free. Yep. A lot of them are free. So yeah. So that's, that's it I guess that's the end of it um, mm -hmm. so email us hofi70623 at gmail.com and look at our Facebook page where's my flashlight a ghost hunters podcast um, give us a donation on red circle which the link for that is on Facebook um, yeah Heather Sophie um, it's Hofi seven zero three six two. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> gmail.com. Jesus, what is wrong with me? Thank you, yeah, Sophie seven zero three six two. Is that right? Seven zero three six two. Yeah, Jesus. like maybe we should have made it more simple, but you know, we thought we were being smart when we were like, oh, uh, well, let's make it something complicated so that like 
you know, it won't get hacked or something. And then <sighs> I was like, oh, wait, that's the password, not the fucking email. It, what? I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> Hofi, H O P H I E 70362, right? <laughs> yeah. At gmail.com. That's the right one. Don't listen to the one I said first. Um, anyway, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna love you, I'm gonna miss you. Same. Okay. Bye. Bye.